foe Average Joe and Joe Boo on your radio Ready, make a podcast, so turn it up Cause you know we about to mix it up With music, sports, games, and more On the podcast, things you think you don't care about Ain't nothing but a Joe thing, baby Two guys with mics getting crazy We picking up material daily So don't miss an episode Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast, Things You Think You Don't Care About by Average Joe's Media. I am the Average Joe Boo. And I am the Average Joe. And it's, you know, it's been a minute, but uh, but COVID, COVID hit pretty close to home. Yeah, and, uh, a little bit. And, uh, you know, you just, you, know, well, you just got to deal with, you got to deal with the blows. You do, you know what I mean? Yep, absolutely, but we're not letting that stop anything. No, no, yeah. it, it halted a little stuff, but, uh, but we'll persevere. We, we're persevering, we're coming coming back, we're not letting anything uh, deter this train that is Average Joe's Media. No, no, we're lucky, we're blessed, we're thankful for all of our, our loved ones and well-wishers. Absolutely. Folks, stand some prayers for the old Average Joe's. But uh, I just want to start off, man, knock, knock, who's there? See, I wanted to get it out of the way now. We haven't recorded in a minute, so I needed to get my fumbling uh-huh. of words and phrases out of the way real quickly so I completely yeah. botched that one, but that doesn't yeah. stop me. So what I'm going to say is uh, orange. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Anyways, so, as, you know, listen, it, we, we, have to, we have to get all those things done early so uh, we know if you're a true fan or not. Exactly. If you stick around after we botch something as simple as a knock knock joke, <laughs> I mean, cause then the, you are a true fan. Here's the thing, you know, uh, average listenership. Yep. Yeah, per these live threads, we're just trying to jam pack as much as we can into the first five minutes before you click off of this. That's correct. So uh, you're welcome, America. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so happy belated Fourth of July. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy uh, America's Independence Day. Apparently. Yes, sir. Apparently, it's, uh, it's apparently a, only it's a birthday party. Uh, yeah, apparently for America. Yeah, I'm we're gonna get. I'm not gonna. I'm not getting into that today. No, I don't either. I just wanted to. You know. I mean, I mean, if it's not, if it's not a, a nation, a national holiday, and a national anthem, and a national anything, then it, 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 it ain't. Then doesn't exist. I gotta tell you what, man. Things you think you don't care about. Golly. Can't you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, Which, we'll say that for another episode. That one will be the next time we get together. Yes, it will. We, we, we got to put some stuff together. There is a ton. There's a ton of cancel culture stuff out there. Yeah. And uh, and we... We've had a few requests, actually. That's right. That's right. That will be the next episode. Today is today is Change My Mind. Yes, Change sir. Change My Mind. So we both, have some, we both have some points of view. And listen, we may agree with each other. We may disagree. We may disagree. Uh, Average Joe's like salt mind. and pepper. So, uh, thank you, Debbie. Thank you, Chris. We are glad to be back. So, uh, yes, as the as they do in the Taylor Swift videos. There you go. We love y'all. Yeah. So, um, so anyways, change my mind. So, Joe, if you disagree with me, change my mind. Gotcha. Okay? If you agree with me, then then if you're listening, if you're watching, in the comments, change my mind, and we'll see if we can we'll see if we can figure that out. We'll maybe have a a, a direct. Uh, communication with the with the text line. You know, here's the deal. You know, you have my commitment. Oh, good. 
that when you try to change my mind, yeah, I'm going to have an open mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm oh. not going to be closed-minded. That's right. I'm not going to be small-minded. That's right. This big noggin of mine is going to be open. That's right. Let's tr- open for we'll, business. We'll try to do it Socratic style, but uh, you know, that just I, I love kid credit, so I'm really happy about it. No, no, okay. Wow. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. I'm sorry, oh. Caroline. I apologize. Oh, Let me uh, take stop and uh, take a sip of freedom real quick. Oh my goodness. Oh golly. All right. So, change my mind first. All right. First, we're going to start off with a would you rather. We got three would you rather's. Okay. Okay. First, would you rather have a bobble head or a horizontal butt crack? Horizontal butt crack. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Because I don't. I don't think it matters. Okay, so the direction of the crack yeah, does not determine the direction of the excrete. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So okay. So I mean, what's your ar- what's your argument against having a bobblehead? Oh, I think I'd get dizzy, have motion sickness, okay. and I'm like. Okay. I mean, already right now, I'm feeling That's like... That's not going to translate to oh. the audio version of the podcast. Yeah, so I was, I was bobbing my head. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was trying yeah. to bobble his head. Yeah, yeah. okay, no, 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 okay, yeah, so a horizontal butt crack, uh, I can I can, I can, get on board with that one. All right, so... I'm I mean, a, imagine they might be squeakier I'm, like Joe, a balloon. I, <laughs> you it, know what I mean? It like, could be. You know what I mean? It could be a little whistle. High. Yeah, they like, yeah, right. You know what I mean? It's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be a lot squeakier, <laughs> right? As like you, you're letting air out balloon. Right when you're forcing it out, you got a yeah. little whistle to it's it. It's gonna be a little less of a whoosh. That's funny. Okay, so I'm gonna answer this one after I read it. Okay. Okay. I just want you to hear the things, and I want you to change my mind. Got you. Okay. Uh, would you rather have the ability to talk clearly while dentists are working on your teeth, or permission to talk dirty? Permission to talk dirty. 100%. I mean, it's one of the most uncomfortable places you can ever be as the chair of a dentist's office while he's yep. inside of, he or she is inside of your mouth. Obviously. I know which way I'm leaning on that one. Obviously, the hotter the dentist, the easier that option is. But even still, I mean, come yeah, on. I don't, need to, to, I don't need to talk clearly. Permission to talk dirty. Exactly. I mean, because that's, listen, they may not understand what we say if we can't talk clearly. So talking dirty is going to be hilarious to me, but maybe not so understood, which makes it hilarious to the dentist. I mean, here's the thing. Your your, your mouth's dirty because that's why you're there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who wants to talk clean when something's in your mouth? That's true. That's fair. Speed makes a good point about the uh, horizontal butt crack. There may need to be a toilet design change. That's fair. So instead of it being uh, you know football on a tee style, it might need to be like rugby ball on a tee. Agreed. Agreed 100%. <laughs> I gotta tell Maybe you, drop is, kick style. I gotta tell you real quick. It is so good to see everybody on the show. It is. It is. It is. You know, shout you out coming. to you know Speed. We said Speed and Chris and Speed, Debbie, Chris, Debbie, yeah, yeah, yeah. John, yeah. Trey. Hey, hey. You know what I mean? Hey. Shout out to Lauren. Hey, Trey. How's it going? Trey, hope you never got sick. Uh, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> okay, so uh, next one. Would you? <laughs> would you rather have a partner with a four-inch long nose? With six inch diameter, or an eight inch long nose with half inch diameter. Okay, get that to me one more time. Okay, okay. 
So, okay, let's just take it in, in perspective of your nose. Okay, would you rather have... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Chris, Texas. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Uh, would you rather have uh, a partner with a four-inch long nose and six inches in diameter? Mm. So kind of like the uh, the kid on Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Yeah. Okay. Or would you rather Wild have an... Birth. Would you rather have an eight-inch long nose with a half an inch diameter? So Pinocchio. That's a tough decision. I mean, you you got to have it. You got to decide because that's the game. Would you rather? I tell you what, I think I'm going to go with short and wide. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I figure they're okay. they're going to be. It's okay. You went, Joe. It's okay. They're go not going to probably snore as much. Wow, really? They're probably not going to wow. talk nasally. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? It's going to be way easier to whistle out of the 8-inch, half-inch diameter. They're probably less likely to stay super congested. Okay. Really? An eight There's inch? a lot of space up in there. A lot of space up in that. I know, extra, six, extra space to breathe. 6-inch diameter nose. I mean, that sucker's like right there. I just drilled six-inch holes for cornhole boards. Speaking of, ladies and gentlemen, if you are in the market for custom heavy-duty cornhole boards, I, the average Joe Boo, I am making them. Uh, so, I mean, you know, reach out. Average Joe's Media Production. Speaking of which, I Soon left. they will be on... Uh, oh, you left the brand. I left the brand. The brand. Oh, we, got, we got an iron brand made. Yeah, they will have an AJM brand on it in the design at the bottom. Burned in. That's right. That's right. And uh, so anyway, so yeah, I'm making them. I have, you'll see pictures of them soon. I'm getting to the point where I can finally start lifting. I made them when I shouldn't have been lifting. So I had to take a little hiatus because I felt like I may have, may have messed something up, but I'm okay now. <coughs> so, Side note. Yeah. Shout out to brands. Ah. Uh, I recently got on, on Yellowstone. I'm trying to talk you into it. So, uh, everybody out there, you got to convince Joe Boo he's got to start Yellowstone. But shout out to brands in Yellowstone, though. No, the ranch hands get the Yellowstone brand branded on their chest. Okay. So I know me and you. I feel like we're on the same page of never getting like permanent ink, but we should find somebody to do like a henna tattoo on us for the AJM, so we can. We rock have it. a brand. We can. We could brand ourselves. No, 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 no. I don't want to brand ourselves. I, I think it'd be fun to get it like as a temporary <laughs> I don't brand ourselves. A temporary tattoo. I mean, well, we are branded. I mean, we eat, breathe, and sleep AJM. But that's fair. Um, but yeah, man, we could get like kind of like, like, a like you don't want to be like one of those fraternities that has like a brand in their chest. One of those fraternity no, members no, no, I don't. that like got branded. No, man, I've always leaned towards uh, pleasure, not pain, when it comes to the body. Interesting. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't. I don't want to like. What's the hand, what's the hand get, signal there, Joe? Uh, talking with my hands and it playing really badly for the viewers at home. Okay, but uh, thank you, thank you, Lauren. Yes, it is amazing. Okay. Um, okay. So, anyways, so I just want I a cow. Want, I just want a cow. A I want cow? one cow, okay. and we brand that cow. I know, but we need to find somebody who does ironworks who we can get the actual AJM as a brand. The brand I got was three letters. Oh, the actual, des- the actual, yeah, thing. the design, yeah, yeah the actual like right logo, here, the thing that's in our in the bottom middle of your screen. Yes. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if anybody out there is like a welder or an iron worker, yeah, holler at your boys. Yeah, we would love to have that. We would love to, in some capacity. Yeah, and then if somebody has has a cow, that and they it's okay want, to, they want branded. Yeah, they want AJM branded. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So since we're also, uh, since we're also kind of making mention of little little side hustles, 
Yep, yep. Little side gigs, little extra things. First of all, I want to say uh, I appreciate Adam and Highly Unapologetic uh, having me out last week and uh, allowing me to record in place of Wes. And, uh, I mean, it was a great time. I stayed with Adam for about five days, four or five days, something like that. And uh, excellent time. Every time we've gotten together, it's only been one night. Like, they, I, they've stayed, and then they had to leave. Passing his ships get, in the night, yeah. Right, get back on the road and go. And so, you know, having the ability to, to hang out like we used to do at church camp, man, because that was, that was a three- to five-day event, depending. Yep. I don't remember what, exactly what it was. But, man, that was that was what it basically brought back was the ability to hang out to to go do stuff and not be just restricted with time basically so anyways it was a good episode I, oh thank you i appreciate that if you have hey, what about I mean, pente though hey listen you remember pente of course i remember pente man of course you do uh, old joyce will not let you forget pente cuz i think she introduced it to everybody oh she did for sure yeah and now because of y'all i'll never forget pente either that's you're welcome you're welcome. I wish they would have had block us whenever we were yep. in church camp because I am a I love I like Pente from the standpoint of it's a strategy game. Oh, for sure. And you have to have some version of uh, of, of strategy to get you mm-hmm. through that, and a lot of that is logic based. Which for me, I'm a math teacher. Logic based is is what I do. So, uh, but block us, po- man. Post pandemic, we need to have a game night. That's that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I, I challenge all my kids at school that they can't beat me in Blockus. And uh, and I think it's ha- I think it happened one time, and I won't tell you how they did it, but uh, anyways, uh, out of maybe 200 games, something like that, I have a pretty strong success rate. Now, to be fair, about half of those games are teaching the kids how to play. So the right. first game is they don't know how to play it. The second game... I show them what I do. I show them what I do. And then I Third still beat them. Super, yeah. yeah. So uh, that way they can be aware of a strategy going in, and they can choose to use it or not right. at that point. So anyways, and then sometimes I also tell them, go look at this game, go play it online or whatever, and then come back and then challenge me. And it's, We used to love playing that as kids. Dude, Blockus is so much fun. But I do so, want to have like a risk game. Speaking of Blockus, uh, Jessica... Yeah, she's pretty good. She's hardcore. Yeah, she is hardcore, but she lost to me. I know. And she said she would she would take my money, which we didn't put any money on it, but she said she would make me look silly, and I I think that did not happen. Speaking of, this is just my opportunity to to do a little bragging, and uh, maybe a little trash talking to Jess. Yeah. Speaking of, were you did you had you made it over Christmas Day in time? Uh, but when we played the dice game, I don't I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm not familiar with the dice game. Okay, well, I don't remember what it's called, but uh, Jess had us play it on Christmas, and it was a lot of fun. Okay. Oh yes, 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 yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. We played the dice game. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot the premise of it, but. Uh, uh, what up, Kelly? Yeah, that was that was unfortunate gaming. Uh, yeah. So, Trey, or, Dre, are you telling me to start Yellowstone? Yes. Joey's already started it. I, th- I think he's so, telling you. So uh, I should start Yellowstone. Yeah, it's, okay. it's got Trey and Lawrence seal of approval. Yeah, so uh, so just for Lance Doty, who who said Peaky Blinders was amazing, and for Trey, who mentioned Peaky Blinders there with uh, Celia Murphy, I've already finished it. And, well, I say finished it. There's supposed to be another season coming out. So right. uh, excellent. Excellent. Um, 
Uh, difficult if you don't have the captions on right. to understand because it's some of that hardcore old English. Uh, I mean, straight from the straight from the slums of Britain. Right. I mean that. It's, Doesn't it's, it have a little bit of a gangs of New York it's vibe? It's like street slang, British street slang. It's very difficult at times to understand. Sometimes it's easy, but I'm glad I had the, the captions on. Good deal, so, man. Uh, Chris, no, you can't. Uh, so anyways, challenge accepted if that's what you're doing there. Speaking of Chris. Challenging uh, me, I block us there. Speaking of Chris, buddy, we're going to have to get with you, man. We got we got plans. Yeah, we're thinking season four finale in the jacuzzi. Yes. Season four finale in the jacuzzi. Yeah. Just send us a little comment. Are you in super, or are you out? Super fan yeah. cha- set a bar high that says podcast in jacuzzi at Newhouse. Yeah. We said instantly, yes. Yes. Season four finale. Why not make it the finale? And if you want to, Chris, because this is now your permanent gig with Average Joe's Media, yeah. if you want to start thinking about a season five song parody, yeah. we could debut it during we could. season four finale. We could. I mean, if we're in the jacuzzi, I don't know if we're going to go like a little Beach Boys summer theme. Or, yeah. I don't know. Wow. What? Summer's, summer will be basically over. Oh, that's fair. That's by the fair. time season five starts. I don't know. We're going to start thinking of some good stuff. Okay. Maybe it's got to be. Miss, a, maybe miss, it's got to be a USA theme based on all this. Yes, based on everything that's going on. Speaking of, did like, you uh, see? I mean, party in the USA. Oh, uh, Miley Cyrus, proud yes. to be an American. Have uh, you seen the? the give me another of the American like based song. Uh, ooh, a Born in the USA by the Springsteen. Yeah, yeah, Born in the USA. Or uh, what's the one about sticking the boot up the the horizontal? Oh, uh, uh, by the Toby horizontal Keith. butt crack. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Shout out to Toby yeah, Keith. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the memory we I shared on Facebook? It's been a year uh, since we had our fun little Oklahoma takeover trip. Uh, since we, oh, but yeah, because we went during for July Fourth. Yes, and I mean, we did not actually make a recording at that Oklahoma. We, not, I'm sorry, not, we did not the, actually we, publish. We, we, a recording. Yeah, not to be published ever. Yeah, but I tell you what, though, it'd be <laughs> worth it. I'd like Dude, to if go, we published that now, we'd be canceled. Uh, we would probably and there was no malice in that episode whatsoever. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh Uh, my gosh, that's funny. A plethora of ignorance, though. But uh, that's fair, debatable. But anyway, I'd like to go back sometime just to go eat at Mickey Mantle's. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know what? Sometimes, sometimes you may have to go down the night before we record, stay in a hotel room, so we can have a good dinner. And then wake up and record. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Just saying. But now it's going to maybe have to be Memphis. Because Josh is in Memphis now. That's fair. But I mean, Corey and, Corey and Jeff are still in Tulsa. So we just have to find something in the middle. What? Possibly. Bring bring the stuff to record. And I got to tell you, after the day trip to Beaver's Bend this week, I don't know if we're, we, we've been talking about trying to go back and take the girls this week, but it may or may not happen. But I'm thinking about doing that when my girls get back from Missouri. Yeah, that looks like a lot of fun, it, dude. It was so it was just incredible. But see, I, I think they, w- I think my kiddos would like going on, like doing the canoes. Yep, the paddle the, boats or whatever at that little place because they got beach. the snow cones right over there too. I yep. think they put in a putt putt too. Did they? Okay, okay, cool. Uh, they might like that little that that's that cliff diving thing where it's like it looks like it should have a diving board off of it. Yeah, you know. See, that's the I I, I didn't I didn't see it. Oh, did you not? They may have taken it down. They they could have, but um the 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 place where we were at, to me I don't remember that place, so oh. that feels newer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, uh, or maybe just we it wasn't that developed, That's so fair. we didn't travel there. That's fair. But um, that also had a lot of tubing. Yeah, 
and stuff. So, anyways, I I, I yep. want to go. We were going to do it, but with COVID yep. and all the fun stuff, we decided not to get the cabin up there. But I'm the plan is in the next twelve months, God willing. Yeah, you know, depending upon things die down with sure everything, is to go get one of those big old cabins and just as many folks, you know, as we can safely can be around each other. Um, Change my mind. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but but seriously, uh, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, the boys loved it, and I think that's something we're going to try to do more. See, I don't know if Tara would want to go because she's just she's just such an she's an indoor cat, man. She just she she stays at her computer, she stays in her bedroom, she stays pretty much confined unless she's coming out to eat something. Uh, she, if she goes outside, it's to play with the dog or walk the dog. Yeah. Like it's specifically dog related. It's not specifically for Tara related, right? She's not going out to to play any games or play sports or anything. She's just going out <laughs> to hang out with the dog. So she's pretty she's pretty confined to her room. She's an indoor cat. Both of my other two kids, they're they're also pretty indoor, but Cameron has expressed the interest to go camping. And Maddie, of course, is Miss Diva. She's a glamper. She really is. So she's not really big on the camping, but I've mentioned the Beaver's Bend where there's cabins which would have air conditioning and an oven and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she was more uh, she was more okay with having a cabin and then going out and doing things as opposed to sleeping in a tent. Yeah. So, I've only done the tent thing once and it ended up uh we tent, scared ourselves. The tent could be rough depending on where you go. I went to Grand Teton National Park with Jesse Beeson and Paul Lamb one time. Wow, that had to be awesome. That was that was a very interesting trio. Uh I love both of them, Miss Jesse and uh and that was my first time uh, it might have been my second time. No, I think it was my first time sleeping in a tent. The second time I was at the river in college. We had a fraternity trip to the Guadalupe. Me and uh, me and Michael Abernathy and Chad Baker, we'd gone. I want to say it was close to, I don't remember specifically, but I feel like it might have been Texoma at Eisenhower okay. State Park. And uh, we had gotten a screened-in shelter. Yep. Mike's dad was going to sleep in the van. Yep. Um, and then we we were going to do a tent. Mm-hmm. But we had convinced ourselves that we'd seen an alligator. Ah, uh-huh. Chad, Chad, Chad was yeah. A Boy those Scout. things attack the tents pretty quickly. Uh, Chad was a Boy Scout later, become an Eagle Scout. The dude knew everything. He could call out what type of bird it was from flying in the sky. So we listened to him. But we convinced ourselves, and I'll never forget. We we freak ourselves out, That's and funny. we go rolling up to the van. That's and, funny. And uh, Mike's dad's ex Air Force. You know, uh-huh. we scared the crap out of him. He was ready to like attack whatever was threatening us, and we we're like, "It's an alligator." Yeah. And he was like, "Are you freaking serious right now?" Yeah. Get to that screened-in shelter. Lights off. Get to sleep. I'm not messing with this. It was hilarious. Okay, so just this is something that we're gonna put out. Uh, just put out for you guys. Uh, most, you know, most of the people that jump on to these these comment threads mm. or whatever, we we've been friends with for a long time. And uh, you know what? If if you're not longtime friend but been a longtime listener, you're invited too. Why not? Uh, so Adam is wanting to get into golf or get back into golf. Yeah, I told you I wanted to try and too. Joe, you've talked about wanting to get into golf, so I told him our first golf outing should be Beavers Bend's golf course. Yes. I've not played it before. I think Adam maybe has played it with his dad and brothers and Kenny and Daniel. And I did the driving range that one that second year. That's right. We did camp. the driving That's range, it. but I've never played the course. My brother, I know for sure, went with Kenny and Daniel and played the course uh, before, and so Adam said he's played it, but he'll he's good to go back. Um, so I got a couple extra set of golf clubs. 
Uh, I got three sets of golf clubs, so you don't have to specifically buy yourself a set of golf clubs if you don't need one. Um, but uh, but John, I know John, I know you like playing golf, so you're yep. you are more than welcome to to show up. Chris, Chris is uh, a competitor. Chris is just a comp- natural competitor. I don't know if he likes golf, but if he, I mean, even if you just want to get out there and ride in the cart and hang out with the Joes, and Highline Apologetic. Yep, it'd be fun. But uh, but I told him that's the first one that I want to do get out there and it may be a thing where we have to get a, a hotel or a, a motel or a cabin or something because playing around a golf then driving another three hours back might not be might not be uh comfortable okay it may be it may be just fine and for, you know for for adam it's going to be oh yeah well, adam be different right adam i think is going to have to like do a stay over here at my house right, right. we go together and then does another stay over before he drives home but he, you know what? He's a trooper. He may be able to do it all. Change my mind. Hey, you never know. Uh, yeah, it'd be fun, man. Because I was—that's yep. what I was thinking about this week being on vacation. I'd started to think about us trying to go, but just with the different stuff with the kids. And, and dude, listen—if we get like five or six people, I'm thinking we do like dollar a hole type stuff. Yeah. You know, just whoever whoever has the best score wins mm-hmm. wins a dollar. If two people the tie, thing, they if split. We took, if we take five or six people. What, what's six times 18? We, we get a decent early tea time. It's 108 bucks. Just You know what I mean? Well, yeah. especially if we have a couple of us going, we could share the driving duties. Somebody, you know what I mean? Like somebody true. somebody drive true. up, somebody drive That's back, true. whatever. You don't, you don't like staying in beds that aren't your own. Have you changed that yet? Change my mind. Change my mind. I don't know yet. Okay. But just saying. Okay. Okay. Uh, Moyer said, John's in. He loves it. Well, he, he didn't say he's in. He said he loves it. I read that as in. Yeah. Well, I read it as in also, but he has a newborn. I know. That's why I said day trip. I know, but he has a newborn. That's fair. It's, you know it's much more difficult with a newborn do. to do what you want to do than it well, is with a toddler. Well, and we may or, or may older. not, uh, at different, depending upon people's scheduling. Yeah. May or may not, uh, you know, in addition to doing the Beaver's Bend, maybe we do it around here. Yeah, well, yeah. It's more accommodating. That's right. So, but listen, I, I just, because we were on the Beaver's Bend kick. Yeah. I think that's going to be the first golf excursion with me and Adam. Yeah. Obviously, you are welcome to join. For sure, dude. Uh, but you got to you gotta Adam play heard on his 18. Name. Adam yeah. heard his name. He's on now. He is. His ears are burning. That's good. Uh, just talking about the uh, talking about the Beaver's Bend trip. Yeah. And then maybe we eventually have Going an average, to play some Joe's, golf. average Joe's Media Invitational. Dude, that's what I'm talking about right there. That could be a lot of fun. Uh, okay, so change my mind, Joe. Change my mind. I want you to change my mind. Okay. This this was the this was the best decision I've made in weeks. Okay, change my mind. Okay. Last night I put some Oreos in the freezer. Okay, mm-hmm. and I did this because I have in my pantry. I have some Hershey's and I have Reese's ice cream shell. And so I poured the Reese's. I didn't do the Hershey's. I just did the Reese's because I wanted that peanut butter kick, you know. I poured the Reese's on the Oreos and it didn't shell up instantly because it just wasn't cold enough or I put too much or something. So I put it back in the freezer for two minutes because stuff freezes pretty quickly or, or hardens. I had seven Oreos Ooh. on this plate. 
circle of six with one in the middle. I ate them all for breakfast this morning. Best decision ever. Changed my mind. Um, I don't know, man. Best decision in a long time. Changed my mind. I don't know if I'm going to change your mind with it. Sounds like it was invigorating. It, it, it was. It's probably why I'm a little hyper right now. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: it, if after experiencing a, a period of time, yep, where nothing really tasted good at all, yep, um, I'm all for indulging right now into things that taste good. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, absolutely. I mean, after losing your taste for three days, you're you're anything that tastes I, good, you're down with. I did. Um, I I've fallen in love with cowboy chicken. Yeah, and uh, they have the darker salsa. It's like a real dark color. I don't know what peppers are used in that, as opposed to your more traditional salsa. Sure, sure. But I did. I probably in the last ten days. Yeah, not ten days. Maybe the last week. I've probably done it three times, where I've gotten that a thing of rice uh-huh. and a thing of their ranchero beans. Okay, and that's my meal. Oh wow! So it's like best impromptu meal ever okay. change my mind okay well ranchero beans salsa and spanish rice so yeah. good i mean i'd say the ranchero beans i could do without because i'm not a big fan of beans but you know when it comes to specific when it just comes to taste specifically anybody can nobody's gonna be able to change your mind that's fair they can disagree with you all the time because tastes people have different tastes trey by the way just to jump you listen trey you are welcome to the to the beaver's bend golf trip as well i mean I would be upset if you didn't show. Well, here's the thing. I want Trey to come because um, I know that I'm most likely going to lose because I've never really played. Yeah. And me and you were super competitive. Yeah, well. So if, if I can't sure. win, I need someone other than you to win by proxy to feel like, you know. Oh, I mean, oh you're you. just automatically going to say Trey's going to beat me. Trey, Trey's a specimen. That's true. The dude is, he's just, he looks like he's built to crush and dominate every sport known to man. Okay. So I just, that's I got fair. this feeling that Trey is going <laughs> to. That's fair. I kind of feel like Trey's probably going to win. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. So, uh, so okay. So, all right. So Change my mind. Yeah. Trey, Trey Scott would dominate any well, athletic competition. Uh, well, okay. I, I bet you he's even First of all, curling. I'm not going to get out there and say that uh, golf is like a superior athletic event. Okay. I mean, you're not... The only the only way true athleticism plays a role in that is when you are walking the course and you're having to walk six miles and also do the swinging of the golf club, carry your bag of clubs or whatever. Like that's the only time because that that brings endurance into the picture. But if you're driving a golf cart and you're stepping out to take a shot, you're really limiting the athleticism. Uh, change my mind. You're really limiting how athletic you have to be in order to play golf and and be okay at it. If you're in a golf cart. I'm going to tell you. Uh, Change my mind. Uh, the average uh, Jacobus. Yeah. No, Jacobus said, will beat me. Yeah, he said easy money. Yeah, he will. <laughs> but if we're playing hole by hole, it's not going to be as much easy money. And change my mind. Okay. Change my mind. If we're playing hole by hole, listen, I'm going to beat I'm gonna beat John in some holes. Right? John's gonna. John's probably gonna beat me in more, but they'll offset, right? There'll be a. There'll be a difference there, so it won't be all eighteen. Who's got the better hole game? I get it. I gotta tell you, I was a pretty wow. good putt putter back in the day. Okay, so if you can get to the green, you'll you feel like you'll be all right. Yeah, man. See how good I am at driving. That's fair. That's fair. that is fair. Okay, so uh, 
You know, we've we've delved into comparisons of things. Yep, yep. And uh, listen, I I'm sticking with sweet tarts <laughs> and smarties are the same thing. It's ridiculous, but mayo and Miracle Whip, same thing. Uh, Coke and Pepsi. Same oh, thing. No, it's not. Same thing. Change my mind. Okay, first of all. Same thing. First of all, it's not. Okay, so here's the deal. Coke has a much higher carbonation content, okay? And so it has a much spicier taste to it. No, they have the exact Pepsi, same taste. No, it does not. Yeah, especially and so somebody Pepsi, who just got their taste Pepsi's back. a lot sweeter, similar to how the difference between Dr. Pepper and Coke. No. Yes, completely. Pepsi and Coke are the same. They are not the same. Change my mind. That's like saying Diet Coke and Coke Zero taste the same. They do not. No, I, no. Listen, I listen. I know that. I I realize that, but Coke, the, the standard Coca Cola and the standard Pepsi, no, it's not same thing. No, it's change not. my mind. I, there, there, I don't know how to change your mind because if your mind is in a place that is so lost and confused that you think that Pepsi and Coke taste the exact same, okay, um, it's a lost cause at this point, buddy. Because it's just, I mean. Seriously, they don't even use the same recipe. Oh, but it tastes they do. Com- it tastes completely different. It does not. That's kind of like when Jared said here and tried to say Dr Pepper and Dr Thunder tasted the same, which is complete sacrilege. You know, you like saying Mr Pib and Dr Pepper taste the same. Listen, they I'll don't. go one step further. RC Cola and Pepsi and Coke, all three the same thing. I, I think RC still has a distinct flavor. I think it's somewhere in between. Yeah, the Pepsi distinct and flavor Coke. is the flavor of Coke, and it's horrible. Pepsi Challenge should change your mind. <laughs> Not the same uh, by by John and uh, Chris thinks Pepsi's awful. Awful. I, I got to tell you, Chris. I think both um, are awful. By the I way, I don't necessarily disagree with you. I did see. I've had a hard time with the whole uh, sweeteners. Yeah. Because you know you have a group of people that say the artificial sweeteners are going to cause cancer and uh, Alzheimer's are going to kill you, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yes, and all these other things: access, weight gain, the whole nine yards, and then. So you're better off drinking a full calorie, right? So I went through this period of time where I was like, well, maybe I don't want to do aspartame. And Diet Pepsi does not have aspartame in it. It's got something else, which is probably going to be the exact Sucralose, same. Sucralose, right? Something like so, that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and so I, I drank Diet Pepsi for a while, and, and I adjusted to it. I do still prefer Coke Zero. Um, it's the official drink of the average Joe. It is. Well... Iced tea and water, we're trying to make the transition. Oh, that's true. Uh, because, no, because the amount of Coke, uh, Coke Zero I was drinking for that year period, right, right. I think really you know, affected the H1AC level. And there's a lot of studies that are showing uh, you know, those artificial sweeteners the body treats us. But anyways, we're digressing. We are. Um, but back in the day when uh, I enjoyed an adult beverage. Okay. Every once in a while. Okay. Crown and Pepsi tasted to me complemented each other much better than Crown and Coke. Again, different taste. And I know we've had they're this, the same. We've had this same the same debate with, with which which juice is better, more versatile at mixing. Okay, things no, that's with. different. Those are those are clearly different fruit tastes. But see, I, just, I feel like Pepsi and Coke taste completely different. I, I don't they know. They are the same. I've not looked at their ingredients they close are, enough for their recipe. They are the same. They are the same thing. So they're both disgusting. So Chris, you're right. Blind test. I like it. Valerie just joined. Valerie was there for the epic Miracle Whip mayonnaise test that proved that Miracle Whip was. It did not prove different. anything. I feel like it did. I couldn't tell the difference Valerie, whenever I was smelling them. I, I would you to not comment. taste them. I, I need not, you to comment and help was, me out here. I was against tasting them because uh, I, I didn't want to throw up on Christmas celebration. 
Okay, Chris says until you try whiskey with Dr. Pepper, you haven't lived. Oh, that's not going to happen. I don't. <laughs> Listen, I tried two types of wine the last few days. Oh, really? How'd yeah. that go? This oh, It's horrible. Okay, I tried a Cabernet Sauvignon. <laughs> How about a Bourbon? Horrible. I mean, dude, one taste and the aftertaste in my mouth like wanted me to like die. It was horrible. Know. The second one was a sweet red on the uh, uh, recommendation of Andrew, who said a sweet red has less alcohol per volume or whatever, and it's just a sweeter taste. It's dry. Uh, see, the Cabernet was drier than the yeah. sweet red. I prefer Zinfandel. The sweet red I was able to have two sips of before I got that terrible taste in my mouth. The Cabernet, I only could take one sip, and I, I had to, I, dude, for those of you that are that are wine lovers, I emptied the bottle in the sink. It was How disgusting. do you, my, my question is, is how do you drink things warm? I don't understand that. So I went through a period of time. They were chilled. They were chilled. When no, I was they in were my, in, because they were in air conditioning. It's really weird how things evolve. Like, I never was a beer drinker um, when we were younger, and, and doing those types of things, I preferred, you know, the more of the malt beverages. But uh, then I got to a period of time where I enjoyed occasional beer. When I quit smoking, couldn't do that anymore. So I tried wine. Yeah. But I had to drink wine with ice. And I was, I know, I, I looked very weird. I was at this, um, I'd gone to this conference out of state. And there was this really, it was really, to me, the fanciest thing I think I'd ever been to. Okay. And, uh, you know, it passed around all the hors d'oeuvres and. You know, all that kind of stuff. Okay, okay. Wait, 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 I, know, okay, okay, I was okay. saying it wrong on purpose. Uh, okay. It's but, you okay. know. Okay, hey, listen. Some of, some of those whores, <laughs> they might get offended, okay? They're going to get killed. But, um, <laughs> but the only thing, I got to the point to where I really just preferred hard um, hard ciders. They'd have one. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll try yeah. a glass of wine. And then I, I told the bartender, I was like, can I have some ice in that? And then you looked at me like I was crazy. Yeah, yeah. And sure. I was like, I'm, I'm sorry I don't drink my wine without. But, uh. I don't know, man. I've tried it. I think the last time I tried it, we were in uh, we were in Boston at this Italian restaurant in their Little Italy that yeah. was ranked, I think, one of the top five Italian restaurants in the world a few year, a few years prior. They still had their little plaque up. Right. It's beautiful, man. It was a really cool experience. And um, who I was with at the time was like, "Hey, go ahead and get a glass of wine." He was very much a wine connoisseur. Yeah, and <laughs> I couldn't drink it. And I think it was a fairly because we were kind of celebrating, so yeah. I think I think he I think it was fairly probably expensive glass of wine. He probably bought a good bottle, and I was like, I can't, I can't. And he was like, Are you serious? So he's just like, Come on, I'm gonna drink it, if you know. But I just so, can't do listen, it. Listen, here's the reason why I tried the wine. It, it's generally speaking less hard of a taste than liquor. Like it's it's yeah. less of a burning less of a strong taste than mm-hmm. than liquor right uh i don't want to i don't want to taste beer because it smells like pee i'm not gonna i'm not gonna drink something that smells like pee i'm not a big I, I, again i never really Just got saying. into it but i will tell you there's been change the, my mind the beer best, smells like pee the best beers i've ever tasted have been like on a hot day okay something about ice cold beer really good but if you want to try something with alcohol content, I would I would encourage you to try a hard cider. Ah, I think those things taste exceptional. Okay, so you want me to throw in my man card if I'm going to try alcohol? There's nothing hard ciders. I mean, Skip. very manly. I was change my mind. Shout out to Bishop <laughs> Arts, or excuse me, Bishop Cider Company. That that's uh, okay. It's been it's been. Do I think it's been? All right. 
A long time. Okay, so, so here's know. the. Those are the first two. Okay. Those are the first two. They were they were uh, a little surface. Yeah. Okay? But I had this I had this discussion uh, the other day. There's only one absolute in sports. Okay. And that absolute is the winner of a competition, a winner and a loser. Changed my mind. There's only one absolute in sports. I disagree. Okay. Changed my mind. So I think we talk. Let me take a step backwards. Are you referring to sports in general, team sports specifically, or individual sports? All sports. So I think the only absolute in sports is sportsmanship. Say that again. I think the only absolute in sports is sportsmanship because you can see i think sportsmanship has a perspective to it but my i guess my thing is 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 winning and losing there's more to it there are moral victories there are personal victories even in loss okay but those are perspective based as well like if uh like listen the absolute is the person who is leading at the when the when the final whistle blows they win like that is the absolute yeah, but in sports. All sports have ties, just about. So that that isn't an absolute then, because there's it, three it, different outcomes. There's winner, loser, and there's tying. Okay. There's a winner. The outcome of the game is the only absolute in sports. The outcome of the game. If a winner, a loser, or a draw, At, or no winner of the game. So there is only there's only one absolute with the winning and the losing. What's what's another way to say uh, a, you lost the game? You did not win. Would you agree with that? You either won the game or you did not win. That's up there with Ricky Bobby's. If you're not first, you're last. No, no, no. You either win the game or you don't win the game. And not winning includes tying because you didn't win. Would you disagree with that? Like if me and you played a game of basketball and we both scored 10 and we fainted, did I beat you? No. You did not win. I did not win. You either have a winner or you don't win. And not winning includes tying. Okay. so There's only one absolute in sports. And that is the result of the game. You either win or you don't. There's only one absolute in, I guess, score like scoring a game. I would I would agree with you on What's that. What's the purpose of sports if there's no score? That's okay. Well, sports I, don't exist unless there is a way to gain, measure. The we game. didn't gain what we gained playing sports growing up. Okay. What what we take with us? Yeah. Has nothing to do with winning or losing. Yeah, but that's not an absolute. But you just said, what's the point of playing a game outside of that? What's the point of creating the game and therefore playing it? You're not going to create a game that's not going to be played. Agreed? Like, I mean, listen, you can create a game all day long and nobody play it. <laughs> but what are you doing when you create the game? You're creating a way to determine the end result of the well, game. Well, I think this goes back to our, our epic... 
winner's mentality. Shout no, out to I, listen, three. I, what I'm saying is I'm thinking that there's only one absolute in sports. I'm let me give you a let me give you a an I, I, I agree with you. My my perspective though is is like how you play the game is the absolute. But that's but the it, only that's the only singular that's the singular unifying, the singular constant when you're talking about competition is how an individual goes about doing it. But because that it, changes. That changes on a variety of factors. You can't saying, always give the exact same effort in every single game. You can't do it. Look at the look at the finals game where uh, Pippen had the back injury. He had a mentality that was that was unmoving, but he did not have the physicality to back that up. Yeah. Whereas in every other game, he was able to give one hundred and ten percent, both mentally and physically, in that game. But he, he still couldn't. he did give one hundred and ten percent of himself. Oh my god. Okay. Whatever. But what does absolute mean? What does absolute mean? I'm saying I don't see winning and losing as being the only two outcomes. I think winning and losing is very relative unless you're talking to the scoring of the game. Okay, sports don't exist without a score. Move on. Move on. Move on to the next topic of disagreement, if you disagree. You don't have a sport unless there's a score. Dude, listen, I'm not saying that there's not scoring in sports. I'm just saying I don't view winning or losing as absolute. Because I think there's other outcomes. There's there's winning, there's losing, there's a draw. And I don't think that those are the only um Okay, I don't, let me I, give I, you I don't the, think let me that's give you the, the only deliverable or the only outcome you are working towards. I'll put it that way. Let me say that uh the first person I had this discussion with, Lauren, she said uh what about statistics? Because she's not she's not jumping into this philosophical version of this conversation where sports means life, which is where you're at right now. Yeah, I've always been there. Yeah, but I'm just talking about when you play a game, there's only one absolute. You're going to walk away with a lesson that's different than the lesson that I'm going to walk away with, but absolutely at the end of the game, there is either going to be someone who wins or someone who doesn't win. I know, but I'm saying that you... That's what that, an absolute is. An absolute is I'm something that's irrevocable. Is, I'm saying the score is arbitrary, though, because I'm saying there are people that walk away gaining much more in a, in a loss than people do from winning often. But that's not absolute. That's not absolute. It may be absolute for you, but it's not absolute for the sport. In sports. I didn't say for you in the game. I don't know how else to describe it. I'm just saying I, I, my, my, the way my mind works okay. is I don't see winning or losing as being the only two outcomes in a sporting event, and I don't see those as being absolute because of how relative I think those two things are. It's I think not, it's arbitrary. Okay let's, okay, let's put it in terms of rankings. Let's put it in terms of rankings. Yeah. Who's the best team in the 90s in basketball? Just well, see, that's all relative, too, because then you break – that's why I hate that these sports debates that take place – on all the different sports shows, especially more so now because there's nothing really good to watch sports-wise. Okay, what was the it's best all, it's sports all, it, franchise in the 90s in basketball? By what measure? Because that's what everything goes by now. Is for, for every argument you make, I can make a counterpoint because I'm going off another data set. Okay, it's all relative. tell me another organization in the 90s that was a better organization than the Bulls. And Define. give me data... That makes that up. What I'll give you better? one piece of data. Hold on. What they makes won it six championships. They appeared in six championships. If they were in the championship, they won it. 
they're the best organization in the 90s in the NBA. But some could argue that they were not the best organization. They had the best outcomes. There was dissension within the ranks. There was there was problems with the management. Yeah, I mean, you had contract disputes. Despite that, they still did what? I Again, I said they had Despite the best outcomes. all that, they won. I said they had the best outcomes, but I'm not saying they were the best run organization. Did they make the most money out of all other franchises during that period of time? I don't have that data. Did they sell the most tickets? I don't have that data either. Was their merchandise sold more than any other ones? I don't what have that data. What is the measure that measures quality of a franchise? Like, what's the football franchise that everybody hates right now because they're winning? Well, but you, but that's not the only thing that those folks are out there doing. It's also a business. So you can have an organization that out another Every now and then, one. I'd like for you to answer a question. How am I not answering a question? You're you're diverting to a different point. No, I'm not almost to every a different single point. time. How am I diverting to a different point? I said, "Who is the franchise that everybody hates right now in football because they are winning all the time?" Okay, yeah, New England Patriots. There and you, you said it's not about that; it's about this other aspect of of the organization. You diverted to a different point. Well, I'm altogether. just saying they're not, by by certain definitions they're not the most successful. They're are they're not the best NFL franchise right now. What is success in sports? Well, it depends on the the lens you're looking at. Look, give me a lens. Give me a lens. Well, who's winning the most, or who's making the most money? So your very first lens was who's winning and what generally pays the high salaries. What's generally the number one underlying reason for a large bankroll? Dallas Cowboys are the most generally, the wealthiest sporting organization in the world, and we haven't won a title in over 20 years. I'm not going to discount that. Right. So I'm saying so that has depends, nothing to depends do on the lens with the you're looking at. So the Dallas Cowboys are the most successful franchise financially in NFL football. They're not the most, they haven't won the most championships though. Okay. And so then you have some people that'll argue that even though new England won all those championships, a lot of people claim that those championships should be negated to some extent because of the cheating that took place by the organization throughout the period of time. Same thing with the Astros, right? Astros were the by that definition, they won the World Series. They are the best. But and they lost it. So the because, so the Nationals were the best team in baseball last year. So they're the they lost, but now they're the best team. Because the other no, no, team no, no. was disqualified. The Nationals were the best team in baseball last year because they won. They beat the Astros. No, no, I'm talking about the year the Astros won. Oh, okay. So they were the best because they won. Okay. Right? But then it came to find out they won by cheating. Okay. Right? So so now other people are going to make the argument, well, they weren't the best in baseball because they cheated. So this other team was, was most likely the best. Okay. So that argument. So you know what I'm saying? That argument requires this year or maybe a full season where that stops and then it's a generally the same player base. And do they – do they perform similarly? But, the, but I'm, I'm saying everything. It, 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 it requires a comparison. Everything, There's no comparison yet. Everything is open to an asterisk. Everything is open to an asterisk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you look at it, baseball especially. Okay. Baseball rewrites its history every couple of years. Okay. Because there's some statistic yeah. that's always going to be That's why I say statistics aren't an absolute. Okay, we agree on that point. I'm just talking about a single game in sports. There's a, there's one absolute. 
When you're playing a sport, there's one absolute. Let's look at college football. Okay. You have some college football organizations mm-hmm. who win a national championship. A, na- okay. a national championship, by, by the definition of your absolutes, winning and losing. Yeah. Okay. Sure. There are teams that don't even get a chance to play for the national championship with sure. perfect records sure. for four or five years in a row yeah. versus teams who have lost four or five games in a season. Okay. So there are scenarios That's where true. the national champ- champions in college football – does not equate to the best team in football in college okay. football. And that's not the absolute. The absolute is not who's the best. The absolute <laughs> is during the national championship game, somebody won and somebody didn't. Okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's only one absolute in sports. Everything else is up for interpretation or an asterisk or a qualification or a different lens or anything else. But sports were created like a game has a game whether it's a board game whether it's a game on the field the game is created with an objective to win and there's only one way or there's probably multiple ways to win but there's only one result you either win or you don't and that includes a tie you tie with somebody nobody wins so you don't win i guess where i was coming from that is 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 a lot of sports organizations and and development with with kids with youth mm-hmm. and even in, in 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 adults yeah okay their their design is not solely based on winning or losing okay and that's fine yeah, I, I don't know why you went there when I said there's only one absolute in sports and you either win the game or you don't win the game well dude if I mean anyone who's listened to us. Yeah. For at least a, a singular episode knows that sometimes we're potatoes and potatoes, tomatoes and tomatoes. Yeah, this is things. this is you did not hear me. This is you didn't hear you. the argument because you went into some kind of philosophical debate where That's, I was like, you play a game and the only absolute in that game is did you win it or did you not? Like all the statistics that, that happen. I mean... Statistics are what they are. You know my feeling on statistics. I do. And I heard uh, I heard somebody, I was watching a bunch of Facebook videos that said uh, uh, the professor in the class said, uh, like led the class off with statistics don't lie, liars use statistics. That's fair. Yeah, and I was like, that's completely correct. And so that you is. really have to look with a microscope to see through the BS. With the statistics, because they, so yeah, so because you can make a statistic say say whatever you want, and that's because you're trying to push an agenda. Generally speaking, that's fine. From you know, I'll, I'll concede your point then on on the absolute, not how I interpreted the meaning of the question. So okay, okay. Do you have anything that that any points of view where you want me to change your mind? No, so many. Um, okay. I don't know. Let me see what I had going on here on the, on the old list here. My, my next one is going to be. It's going to be hinging upon the same the same premise. Just so you're aware. I need to refill the refill the cup of freedom, then, huh? Might need to. Yeah. All right. Um, see, I I have I have two. Okay. Okay. Uh, you want me to give you both and let you choose which one you want no, to go into just first? Just give me one. Okay. Pick. There will be no professional sports played in 2020. I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, hold that's on. That's false. On. Well, I know. baseball's I know. opening day will be J- July 24th. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that because as soon as I said it, I was like, okay, I wasn't very absolute in that statement. That's true. I don't think 
that there will be a full season of a professional sport played and finished. So whatever baseball starts, I don't think they'll finish it. Okay. Whatever basketball starts up again, I don't think they'll finish it. Same thing with soccer. Yeah. And I, as much as I, I think hate baseball s- is well, baseball you can't necessarily you can already include baseball in this argument because they've already truncated their season. But well, I'm saying I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna finish the truncated season. I man. think baseball is the one closest to being able to do it because when you're on the field, regardless of where you're at on the field, you are socially distanced from Have everybody. You seen some of those rules, though. Well, with the exception of with the exception of uh, somebody who's on first base and the first baseman getting ready to to you know pick get him picked off or whatever. No stealing. What? I don't. I, I believe there's no stealing. I don't think that's accurate. I don't. Think some of the rules I, I was reading somewhere where some of the rules are pretty gnarly. I don't think that's accurate. Um, but there's not going to be any fans at these games, right? They're going to make all their money from TV deals and stuff. So the dugout becomes irrelevant. Now you can sit up in the stands and you can sit six feet apart, which kind of eliminates one of those things you were talking about with sports. You know, you learn camaraderie in sports. Right. And you develop friendships that last long time. Uh, that is also fair. And so now you got to sit six feet apart, which they can accomplish that without having fans there. They can't really accomplish it unless they rope off a section and fans can sit around it. I'm just saying ultimately what the athletes are going to be asked to sacrifice versus what they're going to get out of playing when this this adjusted experience. I don't. I think they're getting money out of playing. But I mean that most of the. Those player agreements, they're going to get money regardless. But they're but the but the ones who the vast majority are the ones that aren't going to get money regardless. They're the ones that are getting money when they play, if they play, or if they suit up, and so they're right. going to have to play. Now it may be more like a replacement season. Yeah. Where because we've already heard a few of them like Max Scherzer I think is one. There's another. There's another. There's a handful that have come out that are big names that said I, we're, I'm not going to risk. Well, one it. of them I think has a baby that's coming up due, and I think it's their firstborn. Sure. And he was like, I'm not going to stay away from my family that whole period of time. Well, I'll stay away from the family, and then the baby is probably the infant and the elderly are like the most at risk for being susceptible to to a disease like this that could compromise. Their immune system, right? But, I mean, but I'm saying like the the widespreadness of it. Like for example, FC Dallas, or the is it FC Dallas now? It's not the Dallas Burn. I don't know, but we went from we went you went from baseball straight to soccer pretty quickly. Well, I just wanted to use this as an example because their tournament's starting soon. Okay, um, and uh, soccer, in my opinion, is the second sport that is most likely to finish because again, the the soccer field is so spread out. Well, you're constantly moving. You're constantly moving. Very rarely is there more than two people like within six feet of each other. The, the yep. biggest time there's within six feet is when two people are challenging outdoors. for the ball. No, not necessarily 100% outdoors. MLS, I think, is. I think I don't think there's any completely self-contained indoor stadiums. I don't think. Well, I, w- I would be – well, maybe. You might be right about that. But the, anyways, they had so many players test positive. They they had to pull the whole team from the tournament. Yeah, well, that's fair. You know, so I'm saying. I, I, I but just what's going to happen now? I mean, this is a conversation me and you had yesterday a little bit yeah. uh, about the getting affected a second time. Like those numbers are extremely low. Um, so if a whole team gets it now, 
and they have to miss one tournament, they should be. Wow. Okay. Go around. Yeah, I was like, who's picking it Goodness. up? Goodness. Uh, if they get it now and they miss one tournament, they should be good for the rest of the season. Right. Gen- I mean, generally speaking, there may be one player who gets it a second time, but you can you can. That's what's different than him breaking his leg and having to sit out. Like, there's no difference there. So, to me, that's probably the best possible scenario for this team. Pull themselves out for one tournament, everybody gets better, well, I mean, I think that's and then how they're, they're back fi- in. That's how they're finishing their season, though, I think, is what I mean by the tournament. I think they're trying mm. to do it kind of like basketball and hockey. Mm. They're just calling it and the top teams oh, that, that potentially had a chance. They're I creating see. a tournament. Maybe, thing. and that's possible. But I guess what, my what point is – about college, then, college and high school sports? <sighs> I don't, man. I find it. I find it very difficult for high schools to have uh, sports seasons this year. I do not think. I do not think when it's all said and done, we will have a, a full season of any sport. Um, maybe golf. Maybe golf. Yeah, because that even in the height of the shutdowns, that still went on. To some extent, I mean, it was, I'm sorry. It was the only sport that finished UIL here. I uh, think was golf it was the only one that got to go back. Maybe because I don't think softball did. Well, if you think about golf, baseball, I mean, all you have or, to or do soccer. is one tournament to finish out the season. Well, that's fair. All right, a state tournament. That's who fair. was the best or whatever? Who qualified? Or if everybody qualified for regionals, just bring them all to state, and then the best one wins. I mean, so three one three day tournament, and and you're good to go. Everything else required weeks of yep. planning, and and all and one team would play one team of twenty would play another team of twenty, and then another team of twenty, and then another team. Like and so, how many kids are you involving right. in a in a daily playoff? You know, and so to me, I, listen, I get, I hate that we got shut down from the standpoint of it was my first season as head coach. I had a team that first place. They would have Rowlett, they Eagles. would have challenged anybody they played. They yep. may not have beat everybody just because that's the nature of sports. You may not win. But the point is is that they would have they would have it would have been hard pressed for a team playing them to beat them because they were starting to click fire on all cylinders, man. Fun to watch, man. And it was just it was very difficult to take that emotionally mentally uh the kids i mean especially the seniors the juniors i'm sure had an easier time but still they realized 14 of the 24 kids were seniors so majority of the team seniors and we did well we had to have done well largely in part because of the seniors now the underclassmen that were on the team aren't there by chance Right, they're there because they earned the spot. They're right. good enough to play, uh, or they're the best at the position, whatever the whatever the descriptors are that you want to put on put around it. And we have a great base of ten ish. I forget how many specifically underclassmen mm-hmm. to move the team forward. And then we have people coming up that I think can complement them very very well. Um. So next year, if if there's a season, I think we have a chance of of doing really well. Okay, is it going to be the same? No, right. season to season, nothing's the same, right? You just look at the look at the argument with the Bulls. 
right? The the final outcome was the same. Uh, they played the same team twice. Um, I think just one time, maybe tw- maybe a couple times. Mm-hmm. They played the same organization for the championship with the Jazz um, two times there at mm-hmm. the end. Um, but every opponent other than that was different. Uh, the team's composition, the first three they won, the second three they won mm-hmm. after the Jordan retirement, uh, a different composition of teams. Uh, the records in the season were different, right? They end up, in result, ended up being the same. Well, and going back to the Patriots, that makeup of those championship teams are so vastly different. Absolutely, every year. absolutely. Um, so next year's team is not going to be the same. Right, right. Could it have the same result? I of think course. absolutely they can if if they you know they put their feet to the fire. Okay, last piece of it. Are we going to see college football? <sighs> yes, I think we will see some of it. I think we have to. I, I don't. I think see colleges how, have to. From financially, yeah, I think they have to. Okay. Now, All right. I don't. I don't know how that's going to look in the stands. Well, I don't know how that's going to look on the uh, on the positive tests. Yeah, and what decisions are they going to be making based upon how they think it's going to affect their drafting? You know, if you if you were, if you were a junior drafting, I'm saying if you were a junior, a sophomore, or a junior, and you had a pretty incredible season, right last year. It's true. And and you after this season, you were planning on declaring for the draft. Mm-hmm. If there's a chance that this is going to be a muted, uh, a, a, like a augmented, shortened season, yep, you may only get a few tune-up games yep. before it's all called. Are you going to play or not? Because you're, you know, of how that might affect what your your draft ranking is going to end up being. Yeah. So, so I think I think some of the bigger name players potentially. Uh, with more to lose, yeah, uh, might sit out, especially if the NFL decides. Well, listen, this is going to be the season to the spring. This is going to be the year of choice. Yep, where generally speaking, your choices have an effect on you. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be a season where coaches or organizations or whatever are going to be hard pressed to allow those choices to influence uh, outcomes. Yep, right. I mean. And now, Listen, that we're, now that we're going down the rabbit hole, but even the same thing with some of the social issues facing the country right now, a lot of athletes with these different universities are saying, you know. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, let's see, but see, that's the thing is that generally speaking, your choices have a, a – a, you have a repercussion for your choices effect. that you make. What? Ripple effect. Okay, yeah. yeah. And so uh, you make a bad choice, it generally affects you poorly, Right. Uh, now I'm not saying that someone who's let's just say the the top running back in college this year, going into the year from last year, who's still in college, not already been drafted, uh, he chooses to uh, not play because he has that choice because of COVID and all this stuff. Which to me, I, I'm I'm not going to guarantee that that's going to happen, but I feel like that that is the thing because like I've already seen it in school. Uh, there's been surveys sent out. Are you are you going to come back and teach if we meet in the fall, or are you going to uh, prefer to do the online school? Uh, are, are your students going to come in, or are they going to prefer to do the distance learning? And so there's, like, we're going to see a conglomerate of that this yeah, year. Yeah, and, like, are distance learning students going to be able to compete in UIL? Exactly. Exactly. So there's going to be – there's. In high school, I, I, I can almost guarantee this, uh, just from the standpoint of what I've seen and w- and how 
how reactive districts are. Okay, um, there's going to be meeting on campus for every teacher. There's going to be meeting online for every teacher as well. Like there's going to, I feel like there's going to be a period. Now, listen, Trey can if he's still on here, he can jump in and and tell me that's not what he's heard. But I feel like there's going to be a mixture of today, like uh, every B day, this group of teachers stays home right. for high school. Okay, every B day, this group of teachers stay home. I wouldn't, I would not be shocked if middle school didn't go to kind of a, 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 a an AD uh, an AB schedule because uh, because of the potential to have these classes meet online only or to have these classes meet online this part of the week see i I, it's just i feel like each teacher is going to be required to come in a couple days and be allowed to stay home a couple days to try to prevent the spread of stuff and i don't know how that's going to work but i feel like it's going to have to be some kind of a compromise in that regard well see i get the logic behind that but from application standpoint um, I don't for, see the application of it. I don't. I don't see how that could be applied. No, no. I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I understand somebody sitting in a room saying, "Okay, what if we did this? Yeah, best of both worlds, yeah. minimizing risk. Right. We can ac- we can accommodate every every need. Yeah. But application wise, parents, what are they doing? Okay, so first you of all, I mean? on and the then, application of that with parents, if they go into the year. Making the decision to do distance learning, it's going to be way different than sh- the shutdown effect. No, agreed. But I'm saying if if you if you wanted your child to attend school in the new way it's going to be, and it was a go to school this day, go to school that day, th- these group of kids go in for this portion of the day, this group comes in this other portion of the day. I'm saying pick up and drop off and and watching your child, your who's who's. Um, not say babysitting, but you know what I mean? Who's taking care of, who's responsible for your child during all these different things, these scenarios, I think it's going to be a challenge for the average working class parent. And what I've heard from a lot, some teacher friends and some, you know, my mom work a teacher, some of her friends and stuff is if you're a, if you're a teacher, an educator like uh-huh. yourself, I mean, obviously, you know, you and Kelly share responsibilities, but if you were doing it, you know, if it was just you or both of y'all were educators, that could be super challenging mm-hmm. because if, if, if in addition to their schedule being crazy, your expectation for when you're physically working and when you're you're telecommuting at home, sure. You know, so I've I've heard there's you'd have to pull you'd have to pull a grandparent or a, a close friend yeah. or something that had the availability. I've heard I've heard a, um, I've heard and seen some where there's a, a fairly decent growing number at least right now of educators who you know sit two income households yeah are staying home this year. Okay, so yeah, kind of no, crazy. I mean, it's it's crazy. Uh, I didn't know there uh, how I could have changed your mind. You just kind of posed a, a question. You you didn't really take a specific stance on on the question you posed. Well, I think you which did. Is okay. Well, it's no. okay. Well, Let's go on to the fair. next one. Let's go yeah. on to the next one. Uh, okay, so I told you this was going to kind of kind of piggyback on the other one, uh, but I I kind of live my life this way. All right. And uh, and uh, there's only two options in life. Okay, for every decision, for everything you do. Uh, for every choice you make, for every uh, thing that comes your way, there's only two options for that choice, for that thing you do. You either do or you don't. You either will or you won't. You either It either does or it doesn't. You either go or you stay. 
right? Like, there's only two options. Yes. Like, I, yes. I, I don't feel like there's ever any third <laughs> options. And listen, this kind of gets into the whole, this this could have a, a tangential uh, thing into uh, the gender discussion. But, I mean, I'm not, we're not going to get there, but... Yeah, um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna leave that. We're gonna alone. sidestep that, but uh, in general, generally speaking, even if you do go there with the transgender conversation, uh, you either do have the surgery or you don't, right? Uh, you either live that lifestyle or you don't. Uh, so, I mean, you can have that you can have that conversation in those veins as well, but uh, and, yeah, I, and it I, I, not I, be controversial I, from a standpoint of what are your beliefs on transgender and all this. Like, you know, we don't have to get into that to understand. Agreed. There's agreed. two options that yeah. every person has whenever they're making a decision. Yeah, I, I think that we could agree or disagree on this point outside of of the the areas that we don't have a lot of understanding or knowledge of. Sure. Of people occupying different places in life at the same time sure and whatnot so i wasn't always that way i don't think okay but i'd say last five years i've really developed that mentality because no non-action like not doing something yeah is um like if you if you, i'm sorry if you have two choices there's a fork in the road okay right standing still is still a choice Okay. You get what I'm saying? Is it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. Or, I mean, it, uh, listen, so, so there you go. You either choose a direction yes. or you don't. You either yes. do it or you don't. Not choosing is a choice is what I'm trying to say. Right, but that's, but there's only so two choices. Yeah, I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. People who say, well, I don't want to choose. Like life, well, you're life still making is a, a choice. Life is a, is a conglomerate. Life is a, is a, just a thing of a bunch of situations where there are only two options. Okay. Well, this is life, not food, not what you're about to eat. Well, okay. Because listen, we can go to Subway and we can debunk this. We argument can have it our way yeah. with Subway. No, no, well, I was I'm saying not talking about things that are things that are about life, not just about the the, the menial. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. I because I, I I generally view it the world less binary um, than I used to, as far as right right versus wrong. Okay. Now I didn't talk about no, right no, no, versus no, wrong. No, 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 now no. I do believe that there is only two options when it comes to truth versus lies. Like, I'd say I'd, like there well, is you're either telling the truth or you are telling a lie. And generally speaking, you can tell ninety five percent truth oh. until you change one word, and then it becomes a lie. The whole statement okay. changes into a non truth yes, without debating semantics. Yeah, we're there. And, and I wasn't saying that's what you meant. I was just clarifying because oftentimes, because we're like salt and pepper. Sure. We have a history uh, of TLC. and me, me more si- more times than probably you of not always hearing what we're saying each other correctly. Sure. So that's why I'm just I'm pulling that out. That's what initially where my mind goes. That's what happened in the that. one absolute in sports, but it's okay. Well, you know. It's okay. You it's what makes You are prepared great. for that one. It's okay. Um, but in this, I was just trying to lay the groundwork as I understand that's all what you're saying. Yeah. So my mind kind of went at first. Um, See, listen. But yeah, to, I, to I me, agree with you. To me, right versus wrong is a perspective thing. Because yes. there's a whole lot of perspective. Now, listen, there are some absolutes with right versus wrong. You shoot somebody, you murder them, that's wrong. That is like a universal absolute. Well, 
Okay, again. Oh, Joey. Joey's a... No, no. Joey's a closet no, no, murderer. No, 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 no. I mean, yes, murder is wrong. Okay, that's awesome. But killing somebody just to kill them is wrong. That's considered murder. To kill, if even if you have a reason for it, like they slept with your wife, or they stole money from you, or drugs from you, or whatever, right? You borrowed money, they didn't pay you back. So back in the twenties. People were killed for that. Yes, like taking a life considered murder. Yes, that's what I'm talking. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about war, killing somebody in war. Yeah, no, never mind. Yeah, is that were you talking? Were you going to branch off there? Well, no, no, no. Self defense. What I was going to say is like words are arbitrary. So, like, let's get through this one, and then you're going to like my last one. Okay, okay. Because so self defense. Yes, I don't. I don't think that that's considered murder. Okay, because if you were truly defending yourself. And the other person who was threatening, attacking you, potentially already physically harming you, if you were to take their life in protection of yourself, I don't believe that's considered murder. I believe that's considered self-defense. Right. I was just saying is that unfortunately now, like all words are relative. I'm sure. Yes. And cancel culture all over again. Yeah. Okay. So the other thing, uh, so in this, in this, so so in this vein. Uh, the choice in terms of right versus wrong, if you want to have that kind of a, a lens, the choices are right versus kind. It's better to... When, when given the, the choice between being right and being kind, choose kind. Like that's a that's a that's a quote. I don't know who to attribute the quote to, but uh, to me, that is the thing because right yes. and wrong is too much of a perspective. Right, there's too much perspective on whether or not I'm right and you're wrong. Like I hate I hate that because it. My brother told me I was wrong because I had an opinion one time. Which, listen, my family's not the most supportive when it comes to my ventures, but uh, the. <laughs> Shout out to Average Joe's Media. <laughs> the uh, the the thing is, is that you don't you're not going to debate kindness with anybody, right? If you're doing something to be kind, it's it, well, even if you do debate it a little bit, that debate is extremely explainable. Yeah, I right versus so- wrong is a little too up in the air. Well, someone once asked me, "What do I gain by being right?" Exactly, absolutely well, nothing. Right, exactly. Yep. Which no. unfortunately, both you and I treasure being right uh, as much as we treasure proving somebody wrong. Well, it's a burden it and is, a curse. You is. know what I mean? It's I not know, just to a always be, Listen, Joe, for me to always be right and you to always be wrong, that well, weighs on me heavily. The humility I show in our friendship of letting you think that you're right sometimes is just, it's my gift. Oh, it's my funny. gift I to our, our bond. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, but yes, I, I, the, what I, I guess the point I was trying to get to piggybacking years, I agree with your statement. Yeah. But for those that might hear it a certain way and say, well, you know, what if you don't make a choice? I, I'm just, I'm just saying, I feel very passionate, especially probably this last uh, how many couple t- years. How many times? I'm, I apologize for interrupting you, but how many times uh, is abstaining from something in that vein where you're being right or being kind, abstaining? is choosing to be kind 
because to try to be right is going to cause an argument or potential divisiveness or division. And so if you abstain, you've actually chosen a direction of kindness. Not choose. I guess what I'm trying to say is not choosing to be wrong is not the same as being right. Right. Not doing wrong is not the same as doing good. Whoa, 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 whoa. Say that again. <laughs> not being wrong is not the same as being right. Slash, another way of saying it, is not doing something bad. Is it the same thing as doing something good? I, I think I think I think the exact definition of doing something good is not doing something bad. You chose the good. You chose the good path. Yeah, but no, no. So if if he not he doing to knows that do good and does not do it, to him it's right. sin, right? So hey, how do you feel about Jesus? But so my point is, he to knows that he to knows that this is bad and does not do it. He does not sin. He chose good. I'm agreeing with that. Okay, good. Yeah, he would say the first. Say it again. The first time. The first one is he who knows Bible good verse. and does not do good is sin. If you know to do good and you don't do it, yes, it's sin. That's what I'm trying to get at. What my okay. statement was was built upon that principle. Well, okay, but I think you said choosing not to do something bad doesn't mean you're being good. And I think that that's definitely the definition. No, no, because some people don't choose to do anything at all. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, but yeah. if they, but but their options okay, were. You're right. Okay, I'm going to okay. do bad, and I'm not going to do anything. You chose good. You chose the better of the two. I options. see what you're saying. Yes, no, no you're right. It, by that, by, by the, <laughs> this is how incredibly diverse the two of us are in our thinking. Absolutely. Well, because we because we just counterpointed at the same source material. Because I'm trying to say not doing something the right way uh-huh. when you know it's the right way is the same as doing it bad so just not doing it is not the same as doing the right thing so that that statement makes sense but you're right in the standpoint of at that point at that crossroads yeah. they're at they, they yeah. make the choice good versus wrong or bad good is not to do the bad or whatever and they chose not to do it so they chose good no, okay. Let me, let me frame it this okay. way because now we're okay. back. Now the yeah. same page. Now we're back to. Confused. But so let's say, for example, okay. So say there's somebody who's going through something. Okay. Okay. And you come across this individual. Okay. Okay. Doing something bad uh, would be to make fun of them, make light of them, make their situation worse. Sure. Doing something good would be to offer them assistance. Okay. Okay. So what if you didn't do anything? You just ignored it. You weren't mean. You didn't hurt them. You didn't do any of those things, right? Mm-hmm. That's not the same as doing something good. Doing nothing isn't the same. Like not hurting someone's feeling is not the same as being kind to them. Well, it's okay, but it's the good direction in terms of being bad to them. Hmm? It's It's the good direction in terms of being bad to them. Being bad and not doing anything, ignoring the situation altogether. I guess I'm trying to make ignoring the is a way better option. Is a much more okay. righteous Scripturally, option. You have better recall than, than I do. Okay. So, do you remember the the, the Good the, Samaritan? No. Well, yes, but I was thinking more of the, the lukewarm. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, like better to be hot or cold. Because if you're lukewarm, I spew you out of my mouth. 
Right. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, is like there there are distinctions between helping and hurting someone. Sure. And then a lot of people will pick doing neither, right, and claim it as helping them. Okay. You know well, so that's, okay. That's so what I was claiming going. it as helping when you didn't do anything. Okay. Okay. That's another choice that you made, yeah. and you made the saying. wrong not, choice. Not hurting someone is not the same as helping them. Sure, but but not hurting is okay. Not hurting is the better direction to choose if you were thinking I could hurt this person. Correct, but but have you ever had that experience? I in want life? you to think about this. Generally speaking, one person does not have such dichotomous thoughts, which I do believe that is a word. Where they're like, still listening, so tell us. <laughs> so I I. Be- <laughs> He's he's our he's our fact checker. He's a trooper. I like it. I tell you what, one person does not generally have now. Generally, there I'm sure there are. Uh, well, I mean, look at us. We are the exception. I'm sure there's to most examples rules. and exceptions, but one person generally does not have such dichotomous thoughts to harm somebody or to help them, and that's my choice. Generally speaking, they have the choice that's middle of the road. Or left or right of that middle of the middle of the road is ignore it, don't do anything, because if you don't step on anybody's toes one way or the other, uh, the problem goes away or or the issue is is non-existent. Just generally speaking, okay. You you see you see somebody now. I'm sure we're gonna have a ton of these examples, but you see somebody on the side of the road who is asking for money because they're homeless or because they're injured or because they're draw they're in hard times. Okay. Regardless of the the Lexus that's parked down the street, okay, that a lot of people have that that uh, that stereotype, right? What are your two choices there for you, Joe? Go. What are your two choices? And I bet you they're the same as mine. Somebody's got a sign, hungry, need money for yeah, food. Yeah, your, your your choices are to try to do something, okay, to help them. Yep. Or to not do anything at all. Okay. There are, Those are some the two people, choices that I, I view. And I have the same two choices. Right. There are some people have who, a third option of to mock them or to harass them. No, no, no. no okay. Okay. Well, I know that's what you're saying. I'm no, sorry. I'll say the third option is to uh, jump out and hurt them and rob them of their money or keep going forward. Oh, okay. That's okay. what you're saying. So you and me, we don't, we don't drive down the road and we're like, oh man, we could jump out, take his money, all that stuff that people have been giving him, and we can make easy money, or we can give him money. We don't have those two, those two, like I mean, one side of the spectrum and the other. We don't have those two thoughts. We have a thought that is a good thought, or a thought that is less good, which is the abstain and go down the middle. Okay. <clears throat> two points. One. Somebody who's bipolar maybe have both, but that's fair. Uh, <laughs> never mind. Trace Scott. <laughs> uh, 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 well, I was gonna, I was, I was going to use another name, but um, anyways, because no, I'm, I'm getting. <laughs> you'll understand what I meant okay, when okay, I get okay. to my, my um, last. I'm, I'm fun. So just I'm off fun. the cuff, right there, I would say that um, if someone were to say, you know, I never did anything to hurt this person, yeah, doesn't mean that you ever did anything to help them. Okay. Okay. And so then, so then, what but that person, before you finish, but that person generally was thinking one type of way or the other. I never did anything to hurt to help to hurt this person, but I could have. Or I never did anything to hurt this person. I also never helped him. That's 
the I never did anything to hurts right down the middle. So I guess where my mind stood on this, and I will I will own up my own skewed view here. I'm biased on this on this because of how my mind sees kind of some of this topic. So I'll frame it in a certain way. Let's say you have a responsibility. Okay. Okay. Let's say you have a responsibility, such yeah. as any responsibility. Raising a child. Go. There you go. Go. Great one. Not going not doing anything that you view to hurt that child. Okay. It's not the same. Yep. Is as helping your child and meeting those obligations. I agree with that. But yeah. my point is is that's your two options because of who you are. But by not doing There's psychotics out there right. who would be like, I didn't do anything to hurt this child, so therefore I raised them the way they should have been raised. All the while, they had these thoughts of, like, cruelty towards children. But, like, not choosing can sometimes cause more damage in life. Well, okay, sure. Right? It could, sure. Until you're faced with the other two options. Well, we've talked about this in Raising Kids, uh, too, right? So, like, avoiding a topic, avoiding a, 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 avoiding a conflict, right? Avoiding a conflict... Sometimes can do more harm than good. With your kids, yeah. Explain what we're explain the conversation we've had. Well, I don't. Remember, I'm not. I don't know any specific. Oh. I'm just saying. I feel like it's been a. Well, no, I'm just saying. Like I think that we've talked about it in the past. Okay. With different dynamics of, sure. of child rearing. Sure, we have. Okay. Look, I don't understand what you're saying though. I don't. I don't understand what you're saying about avoiding an issue. When in all reality. When you raise children, generally you don't avoid the issue. Either you some parents avoid certain things; they I avoid think, the conflict of of hold their kid accountable to a certain thing or enforcing a rule. Well, I think generally speaking, parents, whenever they, um, whenever they avoid, if they're avoiding issues, they're actually just supporting one side of the issue without being potentially like just out there supporting it you know they're not like contributing money to the cause but they're 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 taking a specific side without intervening yeah that's i think as i was trying to get it then maybe we, we've reframed it now but yeah maybe. but not picking a side is still picking a side okay yeah so but okay but my point okay but my point is is that See, we've gone far field from this because, generally speaking, there is only two options in life. And, I mean, most of it is who we are and who we were raised and how we were raised. Yeah, no, Our I, two options are, are geared that way. Our two options, generally speaking, are to do good or to not do bad. That's, mine, that's you, me, most of the people that I know and associate myself with. Okay? But there are people who have the don't do bad or do bad. Right. And I was just trying to cover the other population that don't do anything. Yeah. But the, but the don't do bad is the don't do anything. Just think of this. Think of this. Somebody who's raised, uh, where there's a, there's a huge gang influence. Okay. Or maybe they have brothers or generations of their family that have been involved in, in, in a gang. Okay, and there's behavior that is stereotypical for that, right? Would you agree with that? Okay, just stereo, just stereotypes. I'm not saying that anything's specific, but 
in the in that type of life. <laughs> to be clear, we are not commenting not, on specific scenarios. We're not, but but in that scenario, generally speaking, there is a a measure of action that is stereotypical to a gang, right? They generally choose to help themselves, which means hurting those around them, lessening, taking from, uh, benefiting off of the backs of fill in the blank. Okay. Their two options are live that way or keep quiet. Don't, don't step out of line. Right. Generally speaking, the stereotype is you don't see a gang have a whole bunch of good stuff they do, generally speaking, stereotypically. You see their options as advance our organization or pay bills, live my life how I want to, and not being really, really good. I mean, of course, I'm going onto a deep, onto a, a far right or left part of the spectrum, but they choose to do stereotypically they choose to do something bad or they choose not to do anything at all they don't have the good geared in that organization they don't have the good side generally geared into them oh good stereotypes but i could be wrong about people some people in the organization right and they they're at that point in time they're in a conflict with with themselves and where they need to be but generally speaking, there's only two options in life. You do or you don't. And again, that's, that's, we've been talking about this the whole time. You either do good or you don't do good. You either do bad or you don't do bad. Not to go super political, but just in, in frame this one up. I'll put it in the, in the viewpoint of, uh, of an election. Okay. So, oh, ladies and gentlemen, that's, I'm just <laughs> So generally speaking, mm-hmm. your choices, right? You'd say, okay, people can choose this candidate or that candidate. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. but but some people faced with not liking those two options, yeah, they might not make a choice at all. Yeah, but so I, but 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 what I'm saying is, so you con- vote or you don't. But there's still consequences to not doing anything. Is what I'm trying sure, to say. Sure, a vote a, a vote that goes unvoted is a vote for the opposition. Exactly. Sure. So there. Okay, so that's all I was okay, getting. At. Okay, but my point was not that there are consequences, which there are. My point is, there's only option, the two options. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, so that's what I was saying. So someone, I'm saying, I I view there being people in the world that try to get out of the consequences of choosing one or two things by not choosing anything at all. And but, and I, but and see, I, but gener- I, even let's we can break this thing down into the subway argument if you want to, because I can, I can get there. Okay, I can get no, there. I, I'm, just I'm because, agreeing with you. I was just trying to make that as a supplementary point. Oh, a complementing point. Oh, you were complimenting. I thought you were. Yeah, I, I was, thought you were countering. No, I'm saying I agree with what you're saying. Let me take it a step further. Oh, or drill down a little bit further. Okay, and saying that that abstaining from making decisions or choices or picking one of those two options, in some senses, is the same as not as, as picking one of those. There's still comp- consequences. There's still repercussions. Not picking something doesn't. It's funny how your mind it. works, Joe. Because at no point in time was I talking about consequences here. No, I understand that, but, I, okay. but this is again we've like this explored, is the second. This is the second part of this conversation. But we've ex- I think we are we are doing a great job of illustrating oh. how complex our our two ways of thinking are. Oh, is that where you're going with this? And I think it's making for great content. Yeah, well, absolutely. So, but that's 
See, but that's my thing is that uh, it changed my mind. There's only two options in your life, wherever you're at. It doesn't matter where you're at. You can be at Subway, and there's only two options. You either do it or you don't do it. You get it or you don't get it. You will or you won't. You It does or it doesn't. You go or you stay. Yep, you I agree pick with you 100%. it or you don't pick it. Um, because, look, listen, if you want to get Tiki Tech, yeah, there's seven different bread options at Subway. There's 20 different meats. There's 55 different vegetables. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but on each one, you look, yep, yep, nope. Nope, nope. It's either, it's a yes or a no. It's a do or a don't on each. Even, yeah, item. even if you don't get bread, yeah, you you still chose. Your yeah. choice was no bread. Yeah, yeah. Your choice was the, the the big tortilla for the wrap or the or the chopped salad or something yeah. like that. Absolutely, everything in life. There's only two options, it, and it is very life is extremely binary. And now it's it's you have to break it down to see the binary because everything people want you to think that there's more than one option or more than two options right that you truly have choices that that aren't super confined let me again take the subway there's seven breads so okay yeah there's seven options no there's only two options for each one it's a yes or a no for each one yes it really is no i i actually like that and so life generally speaking is binary and listen, I'm I'm challenging anybody out there. If you've made it this far, it's an hour and thirty six minutes. If if you if you've made it this far, I'm challenging you. Change my mind that there are more or less than two options in life. Whenever, whatever options, whatever fork in the road you're at, there's only there's only two splits. See, this is a good potato potato moment because like we were talking last night, and I was saying I feel like you view things much more binary than I do. Generally. Completely. But by how you just explained it, I can get on board. So you did change my mind today. Happy, happy day. That's good stuff. You're, congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you. No, I appreciate it. Mean, you're welcome. That. I mean, Absolutely. whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the podcast, Things You Think You Don't Care About by Average Joe's Media. Uh, we appreciate you if you stayed with us this long. If you didn't, well, uh, you'll get there. It's okay. We have. Yeah, I mean, why turn us off? There should be no reason. Just let the stream of podcasts flow. Come back and pick it up a little bit later. That's I right. Mean, you can find us on Spotify. Apple, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google, Google Play. You can find us on all the Facebooks and Twitters and Instagrams, Facebook, Stitchers, Tunes In, iHeartRadio. You can yep. find us on on pretty much anything. All you gotta do is search Average Joe's J O S Media or things you think you don't care about. And you know what? Last time I Google searched this, we were like, if you just put our our author name, remember no E in Joe's J O S. If you just search the author name, we come up with like the like seven of the first ten links. I tell you what, or you can go to averagejoesmedia.com. That's right. Yeah, just go there. Just go straight I mean, to the source. I mean, catches at the studio, possibly in Broken Bow, and a couple in unforeseeable future. Yeah, we're all over the place. Absolutely, we are. I mean, there's there's no place we'd rather be. Ever. <laughs> oh man! Until well, next time. I'm the average Joe Boo. I'm the average Joe. I'm telling you to keep it clean. Ready, make a podcast, so turn it up. Cause you know we about to mix it up. With music, sports, games, and more. On the podcast, things you think you don't care about. Ain't nothing but a Joe thing, baby. Two guys with mics getting crazy. We picking up material daily. So don't miss an episode.